Hello everyone and welcome back to our podcast, Wait Let Me Call My Sister. I've got such an exciting, long-awaited guest on today. <laughs> I've got Sean Owen on. She's a DJ, model, producer, dog mom, also Alex's best friend. I'm <laughs> dying to have you on the podcast as your story is incredible. So hi Sean. Hello, I'm I'm loving that you're introducing me now as a dog mom. This is like new <laughs> for me, but I still don't feel like I'm a dog mom. It's like the best introduction ever. I'm so excited <laughs> to be here though. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much for making the time and for being here. And I'm sure you're very busy. You've got so much going on. Ministry of Sam, model for JD. I mean, what the <laughs> always time for you girls, of course. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I would love for you to just share with some of our listeners, like who you are and what you've got going on. And also what our listeners really love is like to hear the story of how you've got to this point. I mean, you're literally 25. You are getting gig after gig, producing your own music. Like I know that there is singles, everything going to be out soon. Yeah. Take it back to the beginning because anyone who's listening to this, I think is going to feel so inspired on like, wow you know like one minute you're in uni next minute you was also on tv wasn't you and it's like let's just go back to the start and celebrate your life celebrate your success and celebrate your journey absolutely so god it's it feels like it's just been the most crazy journey but it almost always is it, it also feels like it's led me here and I'm here for the right reasons and this was always where I was gonna start my real journey but obviously not forgetting what it took for me to get here so I suppose I got brought up in a little town in Hertfordshire called Royston and I always wanted to do something to do with fashion so at about 19 I sort of jetted off to London (laughs) and I felt like a small fish in a massive ocean and I actually cried when my mum dropped me off but long story cut short I got my fashion degree Mm. and which was a really big achievement of me of mine and still probably one of my top three achievements ever because the sheer grit and determination it takes to get a degree yeah it's hard you know but also doing it alongside of like a really good social life and exploring (laughs) like the the like exciting side of London coming out of a really small town in Royston was absolutely brilliant um and then I got scouted to go on the circle which was a tv show on channel four um yeah and that really just catapulted me into a whole nother world um how old was you then I've not watched The Circle, so maybe for anyone who's listening, you can also, like, share a bit, you know, what it is about. I know it's like a social experiment, is it, or something? Yeah, it's kind of like a social experiment. So um, it was basically a reality TV show, and Maya Jama presented it, um, Mm -hmm. and it was the first ever season to ever, it was like a brand new concept, um, and we all basically lived in an apartment block. There was about 15 of us and no one knew who each other was and we had to communicate via like a platform called the circle right essentially be me saying circle open the chat with whoever and we'd have tasks we'd have 
challenges to do to sort of figure out who was real and who was fake and each week it would be like a popularity test and whoever was voted least popular would leave um so I come third okay which is really really good fun and I was the only girl in the final as well um Mm -hmm. and I went in as myself so some people were catfishes the the guy that won it actually went in as his girlfriend um so yeah it was crazy so meeting him in real life at the end was really confusing because for the last four weeks I'd been addressing him as Kate and um to meet him as Alex was was like I feel like I've been lied to yeah oh my god that is actually I yeah I would feel the same I'd be like oh my god I feel like I've been talking to Kate and who are you I feel like I've saw little snippets on um Gogglebox now now I'm thinking of it like I don't know if it was your series or if there was even others but now yeah I can remember it it's like who's yeah and they're like oh is he catfish or not yeah what was it like was he born was it it was amazing and and looking back I'm so happy that I went in when I did because I was so new and naive and like just new to this industry that is now so familiar to me now um and I just went in with like a a fresh pair of eyes and just had really good fun on it and I'm grateful it wasn't a dating show and I was in the apartment on my own and yeah I always think it's nice to look back on I think when I'm a bit older and it's like I was on tv I was like 20 21 just living my best life but that obviously was the start of the sort of journey that I've been on ever since Mm. being in like the social media and reality stars industry and modeling and that's how I sort of got onto where I am brilliant so how did you get scouted for that then for anyone who's listening who's thinking how did these opportunities come about is it because you're like in London or was you signed by an agency so I had about 500 followers on Instagram and the only things I would post would be me at a festival with loads of my mates. I mean, I just was the complete opposite of what my Instagram is nowadays. And I really was quite a private person um, to sort of the world, I mean. Like to my friends, I've always been an open book, but I was not at all a social media sort of person. Um, And I actually got a DM on Instagram. And I think where I checked into so many festivals, um, like the scouting team go through like B festival tags and sort of find what looks fun. And I actually thought it was a scam to start with. And I said to my mum, I had the weirdest DM on Instagram about doing a reality show on Channel 4. And my mum was like, do it. (laughs) And I was like, no, I think it's not true. I, I think it's like lies. And I didn't reply and then they they followed up with me again. And I thought, you know what? All right, I'll have a call with you. And I got on really well with the casting exec. And then next thing I know, I got invited down to like Tottenham Court Road or wherever Studio Lambert offices are. I think it is Tottenham Court Road. Um, And then I I got fast track. So it was was a really easy audition process, to be honest. Um, I think because I wasn't really putting pressure on it. I mean, I didn't really care if I got it or I didn't. Yeah, yeah. No attachment to the outcome is definitely always what I admire my clients. Yeah, 100%. Can't be disappointed, you know, if we haven't put these. Obviously, it can be guttering, but we can see opportunity in a redirection and rejection, can't we? Yeah, for sure, 100%. And that was, um, I think that was really good. Even though I was sort of waiting for the phone to ring to get the final confirmation, it was just a really fun, easy audition process. So I suppose if anyone is listening nowadays the uh to get onto a reality tv show it's so saturated now and sort of everyone wants the career as 
any yeah. influencer and everyone sort of thinks it's a really great fun easy life but yeah it's just changed a lot now oh my god it has I actually watched um recently uh like basically like life after life after love island you know something like that and it was just saying there's how a clip like, of me in that you know there's um yeah if it was I was getting sent that loads I'm like walking into DJ at the Ekin Sue I probably and the paps uh, and yeah. so many people sent it to me I thought oh my gosh that's embarrassing but yeah I know exactly what you're talking about yeah it was, and it was basically just like I find stuff like that so interesting you know I, yeah. I watch Love Island here and there and I I watch it more just because I'm like this is my time you know and don't be on my phone and just put, I can't help but watch stuff now and be like oh my god this is gaslighting oh my god she's doing this, this. <laughs> like, well, I was watching that one and I was like oh it must be so like if you go on a show nowadays like you said because it's so saturated like there's something like 35 some 35 or 36 contestants each time islanders and like probably what one or two of them will end up with the and how many seasons has there been now what like 10 you know that's like 350 love island content like it's insane like if you actually think about the numbers but you know where i was the first it was the first ever season of the circle we had nothing to like there was no way I thought I'd come out of that show with a blue tick or a yeah. few thousand followers. Like I remember being in the lift with the runner who is like the girl that does your food shopping and yeah. takes you in and out and stuff. And I don't know if I should really even say this, but here we are. <laughs> it's years ago, so I'm sure I won't get in too much trouble. But I looked at the runner and I said, I covered my mic and I said, show me my Instagram. Like how many followers have I got? Yeah got it up and I had like 85,000 influence um uh, followers on Instagram and like for me I'd gone from 500 like yeah. I didn't know the show was gonna be yeah even so half as big as it was and yeah. and like I was just like oh my god and the whole time for the rest of the day I was like silent and <laughs> people were like are you all right Sean you're a bit and I'm like yeah, yeah yeah I'm fine and in my head I'm just thinking oh my god is my sister posting ugly photos of me <laughs> saying like it was yeah. it was crazy but it was nice that I didn't know that like I was gonna come out to a PLT deal and like you know like Love Islands as they just yeah. sort of set, like, like standard yeah, yeah. no it was, it was quite new and fun mm. no yeah. I love that so what would you say like before all that before uni like are there any parts of your life that you they really set you up to be able to you know, go and do something like that because I know there will be so many people who are listening who like maybe want to be successful, whether it's in the limelight or not. But we have, you know, we have a lot of fears. We have fears and things that hold us back. Like when you got over the fact that this isn't a scam, this is real. Yeah. Of course, you didn't have any, like you said, you know, expectations. But like, was there some fears or was there anything that maybe like? you had to get over in order to just be like do you know what just go for it yeah for sure I think just exposing myself and Mm. I always thought was like there's no turning back and if you do this like you're on tv and that is it you know are people gonna love you are people gonna hate you um and it was like one of the oh sorry that is my that's my baby (laughs) um yeah it was it was I was nervous because it was like the first thing I said to my mum when I came out I was like has anyone said anything horrible about me? And she said, no, 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 you're fine. Like, it's okay. So I think I just had to sort of trust myself as well. And 
trust mm. who I am and and just sort of let go and I'd come out of a bit of a like long relationship for when you are 2021 20, I was with yeah. my ex for like two and a bit years and it was like a, a big decision to make when you're young you know but I'm yeah. so proud of myself and happy I did it so yeah I suppose just a bit of confidence and, and trust mm. in myself you know to just do it and have fun and not take it too seriously yeah no it's it's incredible the opportunities that can come but like you said like even we have that fear like has anyone said anything bad or you know what's the response been and I guess like people think that comes with the job but I think there's people that I know who are not in the limelight and still get trolled mm. you know so it's like what would you say and advise to people that like like even we have some listeners who want to launch, you know, a business or want to put themselves out there and talk to camera, you know, on Instagram stories or even yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're not in the limelight and still have that fear of, you know, judgment from others. Is there any like advice or anything you can share to maybe inspire them? Because even some of my clients, you know, it's it's getting yourself out there to be seen and heard even if you do have it's a profile that's private definitely yeah 100%. yeah I think I think we all listen we all have fears of what people are going to say what people are going to think um and I think like I'm very particular even about what I post because I love my music so much I'm always like I re-listen to my mixes so many times before I put them out but I've tried to now just get in the swing of like if someone's going to comment, block and delete, just block and delete, block and delete, block and delete, and just literally get them away. They're irrelevant. And it's sad that um, like a thousand people could say how beautiful you look. If one person says, oh, she looks a bit fat in this picture, like Mm. all night you're going to be thinking, oh my God, I'm fat, I'm fat. You're going to completely disregard the a thousand people that have said how beautiful you look. And I suppose that's just a mindset that you have to flip into thinking like, the person that said that about me doesn't know me. Like, detach yeah. yourself from the platform that is Instagram. Yeah. That's what I found really help, like healthy for me to detach and realise mm-hmm. that, like, where I am right now in my home, this is my safe place. I've got my friends. I've got my family. I've got my values and who mm-hmm. I am. But when I load Instagram up, yeah, that's, like, my job and that's, like, yeah. how I want to present myself. But... They don't know who I am. You know what I mean? No, so true. Never never feel too attacked. Take everything with a pinch of salt. And Mm. um, yeah, just just never feel too attacked, you know? Yeah, Yeah, no, definitely. And I love that advice because if you know yourself, the people that matter to you know yourself, you know, it's it doesn't matter you know what other people think and I also do think as well if somebody says something if we don't believe it about ourselves like say for example if I was a mom and I was trying my best I was doing my best I knew I was a good mom and someone said you're a shit mom but I knew I wasn't like it would just be like water under a bridge you know I'd be like you don't even know what you're talking about whereas if someone says I'm fat and I'm feeling a bit like oh and then I will I do believe like so we can only feel something when we do think it a bit ourselves. Yeah, yeah. Ourselves. Otherwise, I know, I know what you mean. I know, I know what you mean. Yeah, a hundred percent. Because if you're so secure in yourself, like that comment, it, you'd be like, I know I'm not fat. Shut up. Like, yeah. well, you'd be you like, I mean? what was the need in that? Like, why do you need to say? You know, it'd be more like that's strange that you even just said that. Why do you need to personally attack me? Not like, oh, am I? You know, and yeah. and I'm definitely in that. Yeah. 
so long like people would even even need to say it and I would just think people was thinking I was bad oh my god don't even say that I'm quite fortunate to be fair but it, it's just something none of us can control like oh. with trolling and and stuff like that it's just something everyone experiences at some point and yeah. you've just got to yeah like have a little a clear out as well with the people you follow and Absolutely. the people who you've got on your feed and and have like just good energy and mm. and yeah before you know it you're you're the energy you attract apart from exactly. the idiot that's bored at home you know <laughs> <laughs> so you said before about university being one of your top three achievements in your life what would you say the other two are oh my gosh well probably um like teaching myself how to dj um i'd say a few years ago like actually tapping into a passion that I've got for music and like my love for music I've always just I think I think everyone loves music in a way and whenever I say you know I love music it's a passion I think everyone does love music um if you don't love music we can't (laughs) be friends (laughs) I think music to me it it's like it really can change my life and it changes my life every day and it's like I'm the sort of person that can cry over music and it can change my whole mood and it can give me shivers from my head to my toes. Like I've been like that my whole life. So to tap into that sort of love and passion. um, I mean, if you asked me six years ago, you're going to be a DJ. I'd be like, no, I'm not. No way could I do that. But the fact that I, you know, bought myself some decks and I just drove my neighbors mad for a year. (laughs) Yeah, Um, You know, I've built a career and a, and a future for myself and, yeah, I'd say that is probably one of my biggest achievements, just having that as a skill. Yeah. No, that's incredible. So you self-taught yourself how to DJ? Yes, I am self-taught. Um, I had one lesson with a girl called George, who also DJed for like Kanye West. She's so cool. She was actually one of the casting girls on uh, Studio Lambert before she went off to doing her DJing. She wow. gave me like one lesson, but... The whole time we were basically just chatting anyway. Yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm, I'm self-taught. Yeah, I'm self-taught. That's incredible. And you. you've been now, um, what is it? Like Ministry of Sound, was it June? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ministry of Yeah, yeah. Ministry of Sound, uh, Studio 338, um, the W in Ibiza, the W in London. I've done so many clubs and bars around London, if you know London well. Um yeah. You've got a residency at uh, Sushi Samba, I saw it as well. Sushi Samba, um, yeah. La Fiesta loved you, some really cool parties and raves that go on in London. And it, it's great because I feel like I'm really finding my feet now in the music yeah. scene. And I'm figuring out who I want to be as an artist and obviously yeah. starting to produce music as well. And yeah, just feeling yeah. super natural and, and, and fun. It's great. So what would you say is like your vibe? Is it house? Is it like where will people more so find you so I would say I like if you find me at a rave it's obviously dance house a bit of tech a bit of disco vocal yeah um, stuff but you know I do love all types of music but that is what I am producing that is what I'm predominantly DJing is house music yeah oh brilliant I can't wait to hear all what you like a bit of house music are you a bit of a two-stepper or yeah do you know what like I partied so much in like my twenties that like I loved house, but then I went on holiday like randomly to Miami and just went like totally into like hip hop 
yes but like I do love house like that's what makes me like you were saying like it can literally just change my day change my mood I'll put on some house and I like more ones with words in don't get me wrong so like like, vocal house yeah if the right place right time like if I'm in a beach club or something in Ibiza or yeah then I don't mind him time yeah I'm a vocal house sort of girl as well like disco house and Mm -hmm. and stuff like that it's like my first sort of production journey side with like um like the charting house and a bit yeah. slightly poppy and commercial yeah. which is really good fun um mm-hmm. working with like some sick vocalists as well and it's it's so amazing like the talent in the music industry is just insane so are you gonna be having your own music come out then did I hear yes oh yes eventually oh, I will yeah That's eventually insane. I will for sure it's it's crazy I can't wait to hear I'll be your first download (laughs) (laughs) love that thank you so much (laughs) so what would you say is the third achievement then I mean they're huge both of them (laughs) oh my gosh the third achievement I would say would maybe be like being a good role model to my little sister I'd say like which sounds no, that sounds literally like I'm going to cry. Like, oh. this podcast is called Wait, Let Me Call My Sister. And now I feel like we need to ring your sister. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. It sounds like my dog's in the bath. It's crazy. I've got a French bulldog. And yeah, she's just doing zoomies now up and down the hallway. <laughs> you were saying earlier how crazy French bulldogs were. And I was like, she's yeah. really chill. And she's, but yeah, she's having a moment. But yeah, probably, probably, um, no, yeah, probably just being a good role model to my yeah, <laughs> to my little sister. She's three years younger than me. Yeah. Um, and she's just we've got closer as we've got older. Yeah. But you know, when she says she's proud of me or she looks up to me, and I know it's a really big thing for her, and it's definitely now we've got even closer, it's definitely always at the forefront of everything I do. Like being a good big sister for her and I suppose I haven't achieved it but on the daily I'm achieving it in a way and just yeah Yeah. that would be yeah oh my god I love that so much well you that's it isn't it it's not like we tick something off it's like you're naturally embodying being the role model like you showing up as your higher self like and that is without you intentionally trying or you know like subconsciously you are just being the best role model for her Oh, I love that so much. A hundred percent. It's it's really cute, and that is um yeah. It's not like, it's nice. Obviously, you know what it's like to have sisters. That is just like everything, you know. Yeah, of course, of course. Bless her. Does she want to follow in your DJ footsteps? <laughs> she doesn't want to follow in my DJ footsteps. She is actually doing like marketing and stuff. But mm. my dad's actually getting married and. She has a little girl who's eight and she's told me now she wants to be a superstar DJ. So I might be able to rub off on a little bit like my other little sister, stepsister <laughs> one day. Brilliant. So what's sort of like a day in the life for you then? Because I mean, you sound so busy. <laughs> You've got yeah. your dog. I mean, you can see me running around with my laptop because my Frenchie's just going crazy. I'm trying to settle her down, but I, d- I don't get a minute, to be honest. <laughs> I'm literally 25. Like anyone who's listening to this, like I think when I was 25, what was I even doing? 
think I just was like maybe the idea of I saw it at first was like in the pipeline but I was definitely like didn't know my values didn't know that like what I wanted to do as like my career and future so like hats off to you girl so thank you I've got I've got a long way to go you know but um I'm feeling pretty pretty on track which is nice a week a week's looking for me as you asked was it's just crazy and 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 different week to week yeah and today which I love because I get bored very easily so it's quite it's quite good to have such a you know different life every day um but yeah so so it's just shoots and and working with brands and uh planning my sets and Mm -hmm. recording mixes for people like ministry I've got a couple of apple music albums out and brilliant I'll put them in the show notes so everyone can go and listen Yes, definitely listen to them. We actually, my Pilates teacher plays them now when we do Pilates, which is really fun. That's amazing. <laughs> I know, I love it. I walked in and she had had it on and I started uh, doing my Pilates and I thought, I re- really recognise this. And she went, I've got your mixes on, have you realised? I thought you're really cute. So that's nice. But yeah, week to week, super different. Yeah. So how, you said you also model it and I've definitely seen you do, you went on like trips with JD, like how's all that size of like the business oh my god that so that was like an insane experience like I'm really tall so I'm like 5'11 probably pushing on six foot and my whole life people have just told me I should model purely because of my height yeah um, I've never really landed that like modeling job I always got into like little agencies when I was younger and stuff yeah. like that, and then obviously did tv but when I got the sort of JD football campaign and my face was on like the side of Oxford Oxford Circus that was like okay I can actually say that I'm a model now I can can say this so that was probably that as well if we was to go on to the fourth achievement would probably be that my big campaign Um, and JD is such an amazing brand to work with they're brilliant and their team you know their influencer team are all young girls so it's like we all go to Ibiza and we're out there you know, shooting content with rappers and watching everyone. <laughs> and I mean, it's it's just a dream job. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, of course. You're doing that. It's, it's yeah. so much fun. And it links really well as well in with my music stuff because mm. more people in the industry and yeah, yeah. so much fun. Last summer was truly the best one yet. So hopefully we can top it this year. <laughs> Definitely. It's not far off as well. God, it's going to be hopefully, sunny before we know it. Have you I'm got so any plans? I am doing a few gigs yet around the UK. I'm doing a lot of Manchester and Brighton and hopefully some Amsterdam dates have been confirmed in Ibiza. So for sure, I'll be doing some trips. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm going to the Maldives next month. We were chatting about this a little bit earlier. Yeah. It should be so much fun. So I'm going to hopefully have a nice, nice, lovely summer and enjoy Mm -hmm. the heat because this winter has felt long and cold, like John Snow. (laughs) <laughs> the longest winter yet <laughs> I actually miss Game of Thrones oh. so what would you maybe advise because you know there were there is not going to be I think any or many of our listeners who have a leader life like you do you know it's totally could be in one country one city all in the same week and things like that but 
what kind of come to my mind as you were speaking like we have a lot of mums you know where it's like you don't know what's going to happen one day to the next and we also have a lot of women like nurses you know who do shift work so it's like all night and then like is there any advice that you would give even though it's it's polar you know it's like completely different lifestyles but in terms of being in that like up and down not knowing what your schedule is and because we have I don't do shift work you know I am not a mom and I think like this is something that and I always love to be like brutally honest on our podcast like we just had a guest yesterday and I was like I've had um Reiki and I actually don't even know what it is and she's a Reiki master so the whole session was just about like (laughs) teaching me what it even is but what I was about to say is like you know how to advise someone like when I've not lived a day in their shoes of being like not knowing what one day is to the next or if you're going to have to pull an all-nighter because you're DJing all night or your kids are up or you're on a shift work in the hospital like how do you actually deal with the uncertainty I guess and like the differences in routine I think we can all like as well with like even though we are all living such different lives like we can 100% find like commonalities in in how just craziness and I think like I was talking to you about this earlier like I think this start of this year has been so weird and we've all had to adjust to you know the pandemic and the cost of living and it, it trickles down and even even gets affected into like brand costs and how much people yeah. are budgeting for and what people want to pay their DJs and how people are moving money around and just dealing with life stress mm. but, you know I would say just my stepdad's always taught me he's got such a high pressure business he works for himself yeah was, as long as the second you walk through that door you can leave all your like I don't know if I can swear on the podcast yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know, you're going to be all right. And he always says, you know, I come home to your mum and I leave all the shit at the door. And and we have that moment of, you know, serenity and calmness. And I think it's all about perfecting your home life and having that love and that calmness and that happiness. You know, sometimes Mm -hmm. life life isn't calm in the house. Yeah. You know, relationship troubles and, and and stress. But I think as long as you've got that happy home and stability there... Yeah. nothing nothing is too bad you know yeah no I love that advice like yeah like if you've got that place that safe haven that zen like your boudoir to go to to feel yeah and it's no, like, I love that advice so much 100% I think like just being here there and everywhere as well and just struggling to deal with like a minute I think as women especially like you know, with hormones and, and so much that goes on, like I'm such a feeler. So Mm. I need that moment to myself, even if it's just 10 minutes a day. And I'm like, right, I need to just mong out on TikTok and have a scroll and just look at some, something and, and, and just scroll on ASOS or like just to have that moment of just like, whether it's meditating or reading a book or listening to music, always dedicate that moment for yourself and make sure you're having your own minute you know because life comes at you fast no absolutely and we can be so on autopilot and god time moves fast you've had no time for yourself and yeah like what you just said like having that intentional moment even if it's for five minutes just for yourself it's so important so important it really is so maybe we can now discuss like 
what the future holds for you you know what's coming up for you and yeah just inspire us even more that we can reach for the stars oh I love it well hopefully greatness for all of us um yeah just just really I want to just progress in my music and hopefully release some absolute bangers for all of you guys and you can just be you know, listening to them and, and hopefully, yeah, just my career will grow and I'll be able to achieve more and more. I want to have a nice, happy, stable home um, and just grow really as a person and, and figure out my path. I mean, I used to as well, when I was younger, always say, you know, I want to be engaged by 25. And I was saying to you earlier, I want to have a G-Wagon when I'm 25. And you know, I'm going to probably be pregnant when I'm 26. Like I'm 25. I'm thinking there's no way I'm pregnant in a year. I mean, how unrealistic do you want to be? So I try not to put timings on stuff because I had my life set out and then I got scouted to do TV and it's like, whoa, that's completely, my plan's gone out the window. So I think go with it, but always know what you want to sort of go towards yeah Um, yeah I mean hopefully hopefully just progress even more and be here there and everywhere and (laughs) flourishing in every element really oh yeah I can 100% see that happening I mean yeah you you've said so many like golden nuggets where it's just like I hope it lands with the women of our community it's like I've shared this I think on a podcast when I was speaking about vision boards like we can be aiming things or have goals and then if they're not our goals you know or if they're the goal of like oh you know I want this car or I want to have this because everyone has a mortgage by the time that or no one lives with their parents when they're this age it's like letting go of all that conditioning and just like really homing into what it is that you want isn't it like yeah yeah. it's like comparison is the total thief of joy as well like people say and and it's like it's don't ever look at someone and look or look at Instagram oh I need to go on holiday now oh I need a Louis Vuitton bag now oh I I should be you know my house should look like that and just remember like that is an app that is Instagram it's not real life you know focus on you and your happiness and you know last summer I had everything I'd wanted and and achieved so much but you know, my relationship was breaking down and with my boyfriend at the time and, you know, my personal life, because I wasn't given a moment to myself to just take it in and calm. It was like, I was just completely like lost with the fairies. And as you say, almost like on autopilot. Yeah. So you've got to, you've got to just feel what you're feeling. Mm. Yeah. Don't suppress any of them feelings. Let them come up, isn't it? Because our feelings basically direct our life. They, they tell us who we are and what it is that we want. And we're so conditioned to suppress like sadness and crying and emotions, or maybe we've been told we're too much or we're too emotional or this, that, and the other. And it's like, we need to just let ourselves be a human and feel all the feelings. That yeah, come I up. always say that. Like one thing I always say is I'm not a robot. Like if someone comes at me, they're like, you're too emotional. Like you need to not let, and I'm like, I'm not a robot. Like I'm not a robot. Like my heart isn't a switch. I can't turn it on and off and I'm not a robot. Like yeah. let me feel these feelings. So yeah. yeah life yeah. is a roller coaster as Ronan Keegan says <laughs> love that so two final questions for you then don't want to keep you for too long as I know you are so busy but <laughs> so is there anything that you would like to maybe share with our sisterhood that will empower them or inspire them and then also what does sisterhood mean to you obviously sisterhood is 
the backbone of everything we do at My Social Sister and our lives and you know all of our messages here on the podcast it's about you know discussing things which you would then pick up the phone and be like wait let me call my sister she needs to hear this like this will help her this will inspire her so yeah I don't think I've even actually shared that Mm. it's it's lit you know what like sisterhood is quite literally everything to me um and I think in a way it's everything to us as women because we we need each other more than ever and you know sisterhood means to me it makes me feel safe heard important and honestly I couldn't live without it I mean Alex who is obviously part of yeah I mean your your actual sister she feels like (laughs) sometimes but you know she's like the backbone of so much that I do and she's like always a shoulder for me to cry on or lean on and and vice versa and it's like you just feel understood and I I live my life and feel misunderstood and not heard so much like especially with men like I'm not gonna lie or with older people or people that just don't really get me or get my brain but my girls just get it and it's and it's like it just gets you through doesn't it like just through life it gets you through problems keeps you on your track it makes sure that you're not not feeling totally nuts you know yeah. if you ring, ring your sister and you say have I done something wrong here you know you know you've yeah. got to trust in yeah um, I mean another thing that it means to me is that I always try and just book female DJs you know when I'm in a position of power um mm. in such a male dominated industry um I'm really trying to do it for us women and be the backbone of like the music industry when it comes to women because even more so now um from a recent experience I had with a guy being really like misogynistic and inappropriate with me at a gig Mm. you know like we need to just stick together and it's about rising women up in the male dominated industry but also working with the men that are super supportive and are I don't think it's about shutting the men out yeah it's just also about raising raising the women talent female talent because there's so much out there so, so yeah no yeah it means everything yeah it means everything keeps me going sisterhood yeah no it's you know what it's a term which is like I ask every guest this at the end of the podcast and it's like it all it all comes down to you know the same thing where everyone feels like you said seen supported heard but you know what not everyone has the 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 sisterhood in their life and I think that is like the the aim for my social sister to ensure that everyone does have that accessible to them and because I think as you get a bit older it's harder to make friends isn't it like it's when you're in school or college or university you you're you're with people that are your age every single day but I guess as you get older maybe for when you don't get like a job or even if you're an entrepreneur it's even lonelier and it must be hard very very lonely yeah a lot of people that are DJs, like they say, it's such a lonely career because you're you're uh, you're around thousands of people, but it's just you behind the decks, and it's just you walking in from being the overstimulating crowd to just silence. And recently, when I did get my dog, like it, it's so nice to come home to that love, like someone that just loves you and just wants to kiss you and lay on you, and like it's like oh, like it's so nice. So um, yeah, I think I think yeah just that not maybe not having that sisterhood and when you do get a little bit older it is hard to make friends and 
there are also some people out there that are, are difficult and aren't the right people to yeah. be with. and when you experience that mm. over and over with friends and friends let you down you do get a little bit disheartened with it yeah. so that's that's why we need my social sister for sure yeah no definitely it's it's so important and a message we want to you know literally sing from the rooftops because I know some some people they were still friends with their friends from school just because you know well I've known them for xyz years but if it's not serving you not making you feel you good grow you apart as well don't yeah. you like you do yeah. grow apart 100% no, I love it. Well, I've loved having you on. Thank this you so, so much nice. for everything you shared. It's been so inspiring. I'm Aww. definitely going to listen to this back for sure. <laughs> yeah, anything else you'd like to share with the women or anything else? Do you know what? Just keep going and stick together. Um, and just a massive shout out to obviously my social sister and you amazing women because you you girls actually are the inspiring ones and it's it's what we need right now just really good positive inspiring empowering women is what we are lacking in some ways so it's absolutely brilliant I'm so happy to be a part of it so thanks for having me on well thank you so much for being here and I can't wait to hear all your amazing music and come to your gigs I'm sure everyone else <laughs> too. you'll be at the and front yeah well, well with a sign like I'm yeah. not thank you so so much and everyone if you've loved this episode please do leave us a review tag me um my social sister and sean i will put all of her attachments and all of her links into the show notes but yeah tag us as we love to see when you're listening let us know what you think of the episode and i will see you next week for a solo episode bye everyone bye See, I bet it, Ben. Then you bet it, Ben. Then you see, I bet it.